In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, Taryn and I both have baby brain, I think. Yes. Well, you've had at least 23 years. <laughs> um, what's your point? Oh, well. Uh, that's pretty judgy. Did a page. doozy. <laughs> I mean, at least you were able judgy. to keep, at least you were able to keep, uh, you know, us all alive. I, my Christmas tree is dead. It's December 9th and my Christmas tree is dead. <laughs> what happened? I warned you. I they got a live know. tree. Oh. Yeah, I think it's the last time we do that. Yeah. Evergreens in LA. Uh, I guess. Starring Paige Harbison. <laughs> yeah, that's my Hallmark movie. <laughs> Listen, I guess I've seen too many Hallmark movies. I guess I just thought, I guess I just thought. But You'd no. go to a Christmas tree farm. Yeah, exactly. I went to a Christmas tree farm. I guess I would have a happy, happily ever after. But instead, it's dead by not even my birthday. That's the Paige Harbison story, dead by my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. When I set out that day to get decorations, Richie gave me one instruction. Well, he gave me two. Under $200 because he was pitching in. I spent five hundred. He was pitching in two hundred or the total budget was two hundred. The total budget was two hundred and he was pitching into that. So the budget was two hundred. You spent five hundred on Christmas decorations. We're gonna have fun at Home Goods. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out of money. <laughs> you say that until to you get to fair, Home Goods. I know. To be fair, we had no Christmas decorations really, and that included the cost of a tree that I didn't anticipate getting. And so the rule number one was two hundred dollars. And actually, I think I might have put one hundred. <laughs> and rule number two was nothing tacky you wanted to go for a classy vibe this year well wait now you've changed your minds though right well that's what i'm getting to because now that the tree is dead we were like looking we were looking at balsam hill which you know again influenced as fuck by hallmark yep and it was like okay so we could get a 700 hundred dollar tree by my birthday i don't know if i've mentioned my birthday's coming up 
But it's um, a busy time of year. Yeah. Christmas and Christmas everything. And everything. <laughs> it's my birthday. But then looking at the cost of that, it was just like, okay, you know what? And we kind of just gave up. And it was like, okay, let's just get this $100 tree. And if you remember on the Biltmore Christmas episode, I was like, <laughs> I'm, I really like actually these 1950s tacky trees, but don't worry, I'm not going to do it. Guess what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> She's going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, that's we, why. Yeah, we that's got a why... $90 tree off Amazon. So what am I going to do? <sighs> but I'm going to cover that shit in tinsel. Yep. I'm going to cover it in cheap plastic. I've got cheap colored lights. I've got almost no ornaments because I don't have any. I just don't have any like keepsakes from the past. So I don't really have an option. I have to go full camp tacky. And that's the direction that I'm taking. I will be posting well, updates. <laughs> um, I love I'm it. I love an ornament drive in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be fantastic. I, I be love my tree because it has um, all the, it has the lights on and some of them are in bulbs. And so I, I can click the thing and it can be like a creamy, the whole thing's creamy white or click again and it's colors. Mm-hmm. just depending mm-hmm. on the mood and i love that i just wish those were the only choices because it also to turn it off you have to click 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 because it yes. does it does mm-hmm. blinking it's that never understood the same blinking. with mine you have to have like a rave just to turn it off <laughs> <laughs> like exactly okay, now that I've triggered down. a migraine down in time for bed <laughs> <laughs> Best friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. Who's that? I guess I'm Taryn. <laughs> Welcome, Taryn. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy we got to have you on. I'm very nervous. Oh, you oughtn't to be. It's just us. It's just the girls. Just the gang. Just the gang. Yeah. I've known Taryn's mother, Tris, who was too shy to come on this time. Oh. Uh, since before Paige was born. Yeah. And then little baby Taryn was at my wedding in her parents' arms, and she doesn't realize it. And then many, many years later, after being out of touch, we've lost, we lost touch. And then we ran into each other in our common hometown. God, must have been a twinkly little town. 15 years now. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and so Paige and Taryn are just besties. Yes. We, we are. Matching tattoos. Forever yeah. and ever. Yes, we do. We have matching tattoos that say serendipity because brunch escalated one day and we went next door. (laughs) When blonde's brunch. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's it's very, I mean, to have serendipity, speaking of just Christmas movies, (laughs) we don't have them. We do not have them tattooed because we're obsessed with the John Cusack movie, but... (laughs) I do love that movie. That is a great movie. (laughs) Who doesn't love that movie? And it's a great restaurant, too. It is. I mean. Even their non-ice cream food is fantastic. So good. So I need to go. Oh, Lord. It's so good. Yes. Yes. And it's so cool inside. Speaking of tacky. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. That's not. We're not talking about serendipity today, are we? We are not. We are talking about a very, very different movie that is maybe doesn't have the rewatchability, but I didn't totally hate this movie. 
Did anybody no. else totally hate this movie? No. Okay, great. That's great. That's better than no, some of the other ones. No, I think it's a good ones. start. Yes, because, <laughs> oh my God, we've had some fucking losers lately. <laughs> there have been some bad ones. Well, I have to say, you're doing fabulous. I feel like this is the point in the Hallmark Christmas season where it's easy to start to run out of steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just really impressed with the stamina here. Oh. <laughs> and I'm inspired. <laughs> and I'm picking which ones I watch based on the episodes. I think that's very oh, wise. I've tried I've said it this a million times now but I have tried so hard to get Paige to let us out of one or two of them and she said no we committed I'm very committed Uh, yeah right, so let's get going this is Magic and Mistletoe Mm -hmm. Harrington is the author of a popular book series but commercial success has left him a bitter recluse as he returns to his hometown for an annual Christmas festival celebrating his books he's joined by April a publicist for the major publishing house he works with April is there for damage control after Harrington's recent comments on social media have ruffled some feathers. But as she gets to know him better, hope springs that April can unlock Harrington's guarded heart and help him rediscover the spirit of the holiday. And that's it. Okay. And ruffle feathers he did. Oh, yeah. He did. And I, 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 it, we, it launches right off with that where, where, <laughs> I mean, the popularity of his books disappears pretty quickly when they start talking about ever since the movie. <laughs> so I think I the movie was a little confused or something. I mean, well, at least in just, the case of Harry Potter, the, the books just, were solidly popular. Yeah, it's just the empire he built. But uh, don't try to slip out of this one, Mommy. Did you come up with the title for this one? Oh, hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go after Taryn. Okay. So I have, I'm proposing two. Okay. One of them is social media. It's snow joke. <laughs> Just to be a little punny. <laughs> it's the best I could come up with. I love that. And then did anyone else think the guy was a little creepy? Yes. Do yes. you remember the scene where he's like, like, pokes? <laughs> oh, sorry. Celebration. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I think you accidentally I, just. Did okay. that? Isn't that just what? for people, because we're not doing video anymore, <laughs> balloons just flew by on my video. I don't know why they happen. I don't know when. There's no rhyme or reason. Is it peace sign? I is thought it? it was peace sign. Oh, looks it like is. a peace sign. <laughs> but I why is it do only a peace you? Sign. I don't know why it's only me. <gasps> oh, my god! I don't know. Oh, my God. Carry on. <laughs> Such a rip off. <laughs> okay, so does anyone else remember the scene where he's, like, getting out of the car and he keeps, like, popping in the window? <laughs> It, no. I found it to be very creepy, which leads me to my second alternate title, Beauty and the okay. Creep. <laughs> but I won't pretend to be an expert. <laughs> there also was a Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie. Did anybody else remember that one? Mm-hmm. There was like a Beauty yes. and the Beast. I'm sure I've seen it. Yes. It was like a Beauty and the Beast two and a half. I actually remember watching it with mommy when I was little. But hmm. so, yeah, it could be in, in that part of that cinematic universe. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. Just something about him creeped me out a little. It's funny because I actually really like the actor. So it was the character. Because Uh I don't think the actor is creepy. And I don't know a lot of these actors. Like some people just know, like, oh, this particular Hallmark hunk. But like, I just know Paul Campbell because he writes some of them and he writes them with his writing partner. And he's very funny. Mm -hmm. And he's pretty like, he pulls off cynical really well. And so I I found him to like, I mean, we'll talk a lot more about it. But like, but no, yeah, he was a little bit creepy. I don't think that it was not in some part the... 
um, extremely voluminous center part that he had for a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, I agreed with you. Uh, go ahead, mommy. Christmas in Harry Potterville. <laughs> You get it? Because, like, Mr. Potter. Yes, in- yes. That's yeah. that's pretty good. Harrington Potter. You could have gone Harrington Potter. Harrington Potterville. Uh, yeah, but remember, mm-hmm. it was like, who's Harry? Oh, those of us who've known him a long time call oh, yeah. him Harry. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who in the world? I'm here to see Harrington. Who could be Harry? Yeah. <laughs> a mystery afoot. Yeah. And you, Paige? Well, I have two. One of them is Harry Potter related because, again, this is very clearly trying to do that sort of similar empire thing. So I had one that was J.K. Scowling. Oh, (laughs) good. And then The Grinch Who Invented Christmas, which just (laughs) sounded like a movie. Like, (laughs) yeah. (sighs) Um, Yeah. the, the, The yeah. This this guy fucking hates Christmas. Yeah, he opens up. Well, the movie opens up with him saying um, on social media, what is implied to be, I think, Twitter, that it's 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 all a ruse. It's all about the money. Basically, yeah. fuck Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as far as I recall, we we actually never find out what exactly prompted that. But you guys can tell me if uh, if I missed. No, something. I don't think so. I, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of setting the stage here. I didn't think. <laughs> he just Mm-mm. woke up and chose violence mm-hmm. and yeah. tweeted yeah and that tweeted, leads tweeted to- without without training wheels <laughs> <laughs> and that leads to an emergency meeting at his publisher apparently they're going to release his book is it Christmas Eve? It's got to be Christmas Eve. If it's not Christmas well, Eve, it's the week before Christmas. This is what's crazy. So there, first of all, this movie within the first three lines is like it's got some his PR agent is talking about how she's had three and a half hours in an Uber to think about what to do here because of this PR crisis. <laughs> I no. rewound that. I thought she was. I thought miles. she said three miles. I thought she said three and a half hours. Well. I was never positive, but I thought three hours was impossible was and it had to be three miles. Okay. Because I then, hope you're and, right. then later she talked right. about 6,000 miles in first class. Right. Uh, for oh some reason. God. Okay. Well, I hope to God you're right because three and a half hours seemed insane. <laughs> well, that's not okay. an Uber, is it? I mean, no. That's, that's no. No. Okay. So, so we're going to go with they, you're right. We're going to go with you're right. And so <laughs> the thing is, is that then they're having this meeting, they're having this crisis meeting. And they're like, it's December 12th, and we have this Christmas book release planned? Sorry, folks. It was too late before you even planned this book release. You don't plan a Christmas book release 10 date. Like, no. that that, No. That's so crazy. If you want to have a Christmas book release, you release it 10 days at least before Thanksgiving. Like, that's Mm. so crazy. That's just the craziest thing I've ever heard of. That's why Hallmark puts out their Christmas movies on October 20th. Yeah, you would think Hallmark knew more better yeah. than anyone. But yeah. it doesn't, this is in keeping with our, you know, the constant Christmas Eve deadline and stuff like that. Mm. So this is yeah. classic Hallmark. Oh my God. So uh, so when they're having a meeting at the publisher, they're like, we're going to have a million books, which actually would be an enormous print run. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. When my when hope in a jar, pretty much had, untouchable. Pretty much, this guy can say and do whatever he wants. It's so it's so they're going to be successful. Like people are going to buy him. This guy can't really say or do anything. I mean, and he didn't say anything that bad. 
He said right. he doesn't like Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> I agree the with that. Sin. <laughs> oh my the god. Christmas cardinal sin. Okay, so I need to go back to one part because I think it was before where we are right now. Mm-hmm. He goes to the bakery. And who is this woman? Oh, that's I kept after. I thinking she was okay. I'll okay, wait. you know, <laughs> no, 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 because I, I was going to mention you were thinking she was going to be the heroine because she usually is, or she right. often is with him. So that yeah. was just they're doing a little bit of that stunt casting this year. I'm noticing, yeah. and right. and uh, so that was a wink to the audience. Okay, she actually, I I don't want to get this wrong, but I think her name is something like Kimberly Suskind. Oh, like she's already a Hallmark actor. She's a she Hallmark wrote, actress herself. Yeah, she no, you know her page. She wrote Christmas Under Starlight. Oh, she's his writing partner. She's his writing partner. Oh, okay. So it was like a mm. wink. Okay, they did that. not write this movie, by the oh, way, because okay. I, I looked that up to see. But so I don't know what that that was. Whatever. But yeah, that's why you, that. Okay. So you ab- absolutely did pick up on something. Got there. it. Okay. And what you picked up well, on was that they had chemistry that he and <laughs> April did not. I appreciate the credit, but I think it went way over my head. I was like, who is this woman? And why have you put her in this role? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. They have chemistry. They have really good chemistry. And they focused I, on it. They put a, a big highlight on her. They did. Like, they, they, It was a slightly lingering shot, so. Mm-hmm. Well, like, like Taryn, like in Merry Scottish Christmas, there was a line where Lacey Chabert says to, to my beautiful Thomas, they, she says to Will Kemp, <laughs> She says, don't I know you? And he's like, no, but I get that a lot. And it's like, that line was for nobody but people who know him from other movies. And I didn't at that point. Now I do. But but I did. Because he's know been that. in a lot of movies with her. So it was really cute if you knew. Yeah, mm. but I didn't know that at that point. So at that point, I was just like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that means <laughs> nothing weird to the plot. To it was, yeah, it's just bizarre. <laughs> so like, they keep saying and doing things like that. And I'm just like, huh? Like, it's just weird. You know what I mean? So they keep doing stuff like that this season. Yeah. Maybe they always do it. I don't know. I'm not always. I don't think they do. I think they're really, really doing it this season. I don't understand it. But yep, we've got like in the first five minutes of the movie, we're like dead dad alert. The PR woman has a dead dad. Mm-hmm. She's leaving her mom alone for Christmas because she's got to go take care of this big baby. Which author. went over really well, I thought, as far as yeah. mother daughter relationships go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. come. Her mom was like, okay, have fun. Merry yeah. Christmas, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been worse. So she goes to the town where Harrington, I guess, is from and which has become where the, he is king the, of the place. He's the king and everything in the town is now named after. He wrote these books and, and they're books about magical Christmas. So I don't know how he did like an eight series, eight book series on this or whatever. But anyway. His hometown has essentially become come the town in his books. Yeah, I don't in, know in if the he sense invented that the town or the town invented him. It's he, hard to say. He 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 based his books on the town, but changed the names, and then the town based itself on the books by changing the original named places, like the inn changed right. from whatever it had originally been called, changed their name to Stargazer Inn, which is what it's called in the book. And so that that is where April's staying. And she says, it looks just like I, it looks just like, I guess they stopped talking about the book. She said, it looks just like the one in the movie. And the owner of the inn says, yes, that movie saved us. Yeah, it's the Ouroboros. It's like, <laughs> it's like the snake eating its own tail. Right? <laughs> the, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> it's this. It's like he named the, the the Starlight Inn, so they named it the Starlight Inn. But he based it off of the this and the, the It's it's so it's a very it's a very strange thing. But also his house that he grew up in, but beautiful, it, huge, modern enormous. house, enormous. Has become somehow that's the house he grew up in, which already um, architecturally seemed seemed unlikely. (laughs) But they've made it into a museum, museum. and yet it's a house. Yeah, that part really confused me. What about it was the museum? It's not though. I mean, I guess it is. I don't well, know. Well, here's the thing, because the thing is, is they'll take old historic houses that are like small little cottages and they'll call it a museum to that person, you know? And sure. Like, like and D.H. So, Lawrence's house and, and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that like, it kind of would have been more romantic if it was just like a little cottage than if it was like a yes. big, grand, gorgeous house that would have been more at home in Whistler. Like this didn't need, like no. this is a, an expensive house. I would have been more endeared if it looked like he didn't grow up with a lot of money. Well, that's like, true. Mm-hmm. It that's was a true. house on top of a hill that looked like it It did <sighs> look down at the valley of the people. Didn't he at the end say that he like built, like bought this property? Yeah. Yes. It, that was also did. confusing. Yeah. It got really confusing. So then I thought, okay, so is this not the house right. where he grew up and therefore this is not the museum? Which makes more sense in that, you know, it had a, like, you know, just regular furniture and a dining room table and a functional kitchen. And I mean, like, yeah, it was weird. But no, because they do, they say both. We're not wrong. Cause they say both. They say that it's his house. It's his right. house. And they may, and then now it is a museum, but he stays in it when he comes to stay here. And it and, was his family's old Christmas decorations. Yes. So, yes. like, and so it's triggering when yeah. they're decorated. And so, but then later when they're doing the, the fairy thing, he's like, yes. And I used to come up here. And then when I saw the fairy thing, this is when it's, again, the Ouroboros thing where it's just like, <laughs> he's like, I saw the fairy things be released. And that's what made me write the mistletoe thing. It's like, so they don't do it because of your book. That's what inspired the book, chicken or the egg, man. Which it came first. Like, yeah. did you come up with any of it? Although, on the other hand, it didn't put in mind the Harry Potter books. Where, like, when I was a kid reading the Harry Potter books, which I I loved those books. So when I was reading them for the first time, I thought, "Wow, what a rich world J.K. Rowling wove here." And then, I, I, you know, the the older I got, the more I realized it was just England. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Spellotape yeah, yeah. is sellotape, like. <laughs> You know, like everything actually, like a lot of things just existed already and I just didn't know about them. But, you know, but, um, well, she still did pretty well, Paige. Oh, there was a lot of, (laughs) there was a lot of brilliance in them. I'm not discrediting any of, of the creativity. I'm just saying it's just funny because it was a lot of stuff like he just, I couldn't tell how much he actually came up with and how much he just put down and wrote down that existed already. Yeah. Right. It was really confusing. So, uh, anyway, so what, what to, to get back to what actually fucking happened in this movie? <laughs> well, it's so weird because first of all, she gets to the town, she meets the mayor, and the mayor goes, "I know you're not used to seeing mayors in Christmas letters." Which, okay, <laughs> but our town is named Mistletoe. Yeah, what the fuck? Ever? I mean, like, is there something that says mayors can't wear Christmas? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see a mayor in a Christmas sweater. For fuck's sake. Uh, well, and then no, she meets no Chris Massey, his childhood friend, and his friend says something like, well, I don't know whether he's here or not. She goes, you sound just like Sully from the books. Yeah. Well, but I think we're missing the part the part where the the plot first happens, which is no. that which is that 
since he has had this whole PR nightmare, she says the first important part, which is that she shows up in front of him. She's like pretending that she's doesn't know him. And then she's like, will you sign this book that the taxi driver happened to have with him and threw at me? And then he's like, if you're sure you want that. And then she reveals that she works for the publisher. And then she's like, well, actually because of your contract, you're required to show up at any PR events. And uh, so you're going to go to mistletoe or you'll be in breach of contract. And he's like, so you're saying you're going to sue me. And she's like, is that what happens if you're in breach of contract? And so he has to go to Mistletoe, which is mm-hmm. where the town is that we're talking about. Okay. So yeah. that's why they have to go to Mistletoe. And so the premise of the whole movie is about the fact that he has to go back to the town that he hates and he has to kind of be like, you know, marched around this town being festive, even though he fucking hates Christmas. And the whole world, the movie's kind of based around the fact that the whole world is really mad at the guy who like invented Christmas, but hates it now. Yeah. But actually, no one's mad at him in this whole movie. Like, everybody's fine with him. Like, yeah, everybody the town in the town. mad at him. Everyone's yeah. fine about him. And actually, like, and the whole town is so grateful to him and his books because they've created this whole infrastructure. So you would have thought that they would have been so fucking mm-hmm. mad at him for risking all of their livelihoods. But they're just like, hey. And they, they talk an awful lot about his parents and in, particularly his mom several times. But we never really find out, like, was she Mother Christmas? <laughs> like, what is it about his mom? <laughs> yeah, and his she parents, is mother. And his parents died five years apart. So the the the, the suddenness that I felt was being implied mm-hmm. when he hadn't been back, I thought, oh my god, something tragic happened. They died together. He just mm-hmm. can't bear to be there. But no, yeah. So which would have been more related to the plot if that were the case. But Nothing no. was clear about why he didn't like being in the town or why he suddenly decided that Christmas was all about the money. Nothing was clear about – I mean, you could argue all day long about that. But <laughs> nothing was clear about what prompted him to feel that way. So when they when she's checking in, because, of course, she's there mm-hmm. too, and when they – what's her name? April. <laughs> when April is checking into the inn, the woman who's checking her in is like – is describing is talking about the parents and it's so funny because she's like oh and the, his parents loved it too and i misheard a part of this in a pretty significant way that was really funny because um she's like and then the dad and his dad would would do this and then his mom would and what i misheard was and then his mother would wait outside all night for the christmas fairy to come <laughs> Wow. And I didn't I didn't go back on purpose, but fi- the Philo app is awful and I'll know I know that they'll never sponsor us, so it doesn't matter that I such say that there it's awful. So it'll go back like 18 minutes sometimes. <laughs> so I accidentally went back and what it said was instead that it would that the kids would show up and they would stand outside and she would give them Christmas cookies and the kids would wait all, all night outside for the Christmas fairy to show up. Mm. Oh, so, it sounds oh, like, you know, somebody waiting for the great pumpkin. <laughs> it does it does in the christmas fairy where are the one- parents by the way okay you want to go stand outside somebody's house in the cold okay babe yeah, i'm going to sleep yeah oh my god I, the, we're gonna go stand outside of this other human adult family's fam- family home and we think that that's completely appropriate even though we all know it's myth yeah um so the christmas fairy is one of the inventions uh from harrington's <laughs> books harry and- if you're his friend Harry, if you're his friend, which I'm not. Um, and yeah, everybody keeps saying that they think it's going to be the biggest turnout yet in Mistletoe, which I wouldn't think if I were to reflect on what he'd said. 
<laughs> no, and at the ball, there's about 20 people there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, think I mean, that it, it was like four, eight top tables. Yeah. <laughs> so my math's a little off. 32. There were room for her wings <laughs> to barely brush one person. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 And his first book in the series came out when he was 18. I don't know how old the actor is. Easily 40, right? It became yeah. a classic really quickly is what yeah. I kept thinking. Like the, the old book that that dad had been yeah. reading to his daughter forever. Yeah. Which is like for a child to have grown up with it. Like, yeah, it, it's it's in their hearts pretty deeply. Um, but and he's 44 years old. Okay. So it's been 26 years. Yeah. So um, why this year would be the biggest yet, God knows. Yeah. Seems seems convenient for the plot, doesn't it? Mm. And if it, I wonder if it was though, as you point out, <laughs> there wasn't yeah. very big. Was it the biggest yet though? How popular <gasps> is this book outside of his hometown? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems like it was globally the biggest hit since. Yeah, since I, I can't think of another big famous Christmas book off the top. So <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe maybe twas the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's called A Visit from St. Nick. Is it? Yeah. Or maybe from St. Nicholas. I should really know that Taryn's husband's name, Nick. That was, Uh I should really know. Yep. Basically (laughs) St. Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I have a bunch of other notes that are just a bunch of me writing in capital letters. (laughs) Words like furious and from nowhere. Well, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's having a Q&A and like a child comes up and misunderstands and everybody chortles. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, I do love cinnamon s'mores, which are mentioned once. I have not, that's really a thing? Well, because they have the cinnamon graham crackers. Oh, So if you yeah. get graham crackers with the God cinnamon about on it, those. Yeah, I love those. They and I love like those? Mm-hmm. Oh, I literally haven't thought of those in years. Because of course my mother wouldn't get those. Yeah, well, I disagree because that's where I've had them. Grammy's house. Oh yeah. Well, a lot happened after she was no longer a mother but a grandmother. Yeah. A lot changed. <laughs> but uh, uh no, we did not have graham crackers crusted with sugar when I was growing up. Yeah. Well, the thing is anyway, so I was okay with him being a cynic because we've had so many guys in this in this season who are just such shitheads they're such assholes Mm -hmm. and they're like so rude to the heroines i really liked her i thought she was really Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. and as much as i don't love when the heroine is put in the role of just there to like support a uh a temperamental man character Mm -hmm. i understood she was in pr and that was like an appropriate role for that like it was okay um i just you know it would be cool if she was the author and he was in PR. That would have been a cool right. switch and I would rather see that. But this was what this movie was, so it's fine. Well, but- and it was appropriate, too, that uh, his publicist from the ha- uh, publishing house came because they usually get the business stuff wildly wrong. I know that about publishing and Richie mentioned it about film and stuff. Yeah. So uh, that was refreshing that it was like, yeah, this is the appropriate person. They're not sending his editor. Or, a yeah, publicist they're not sending does his travel. Like when we – I when I was going to Harrah's in New Orleans and stuff, the my publicist came. Yeah, when you went on the the book tour. Yeah. So So yeah, yeah, that was that was that at least made sense. The whole reason for her being there and doing that made sense. So did I mean 
whether or not they would do a release 10 days before Christmas, it did. They also made sense of the fact that they're saying, well, we've got all these books printed with the anticipation of huge sell. And, and now he's like bombed it. Yeah. Uh, Although I really disagree because I don't think anybody gives a shit. Like you point out page or much of a shit. What an author said. I mean, you know, like JK Rowling, they're still selling Mm -hmm. and you know, I could probably say whatever I wanted without, it affecting my book sales such as they are so if it's if it's a if, if it's somebody who's like especially just somebody who if it's a christmas book for god's sake it's someone who's somebody who's like been selling for decades like that and he just says i don't like christmas anymore it's a money-grabbing holiday he'd probably just get a bunch of people who are like right yeah but- <laughs> yeah like, i just it wish they yeah controversial yeah that's, that's the craziest hot he's take. not the first to, t- to say it yeah yeah that's a really good point but by In the fact, time- it's, isn't it almost a little endearing that he who has capitalized on mm-hmm. Christmas thinks yeah. it's just become a money thing? And Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But, yeah. I don't know. Somebody who's made a lot of money off of it being right. just like, yeah, I don't I don't totally support the fact that I made all this money off of it. Wouldn't even yeah. – yeah, it's not even that – yeah, agreed. But I – so I don't think – I think Paul Campbell was selling a little bit of the cynic nature of this character because he's – because I think he's good in that – I don't. I agree that he was kind of weird and creepy. Like, just kind of, he was a little only too only sometimes. Grumpy. Yeah, only he sometimes. He wasn't creepy the whole time, but there Agreed. were a couple of times. There were a couple of times. Was, yeah, doing a double take. Agreed, and it was also just, and it was the character writing. Like, it was the, a little bit of just like the the the. Honestly, it felt like some of the the tropes that they were trying to write in, where they just made him a baby. Where I was just kind of like, that was when he seemed the creepiest. Where, and mm-hmm. I'm about to get to one of them. Where I was just like, then suddenly he just made me feel a little smarmy. Where I was just like, oh, I bet even the actor didn't want to do that. <laughs> but like, yeah. So, but it was kind of refreshing because I think that some of the, I think it was refreshing when he was playing a cynic. I just wish some of the other characters in other movies hadn't been also so hateful and so nihilistic because they didn't need to be. And this guy could have been, and it wouldn't have felt like more of the same. It would have felt like, oh, this is the one where mm-hmm. he, this guy is kind of a grump. Yeah. Instead, it felt like all of these guys, a lot of these guys have been really grumpy. And now here's another one, which, you know, so when it got to the she comes over with the s'mores, with the cinnamon s'mores, and she he says, thanks so much. He's like, by the way, thanks for getting me out here. I wouldn't have come if it weren't for you. And she's like, yeah, of course. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Taryn's laughing. <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah, of course. Um, and we probably wouldn't have actually, we wouldn't have actually been able to sue you, and you know. And then he goes, "So you lied to me," <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, for fuck's!" I literally out loud by myself, no one else in the house was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" I thought he was kidding. It was so stupid. I like I thought he was going to I thought he was going to say, oh, so you were bluffing. I thought he was going right. to joke with her this whole time. He's been so jokey to the point that if I was with this guy and he flipped like that, I would have been like, whoa, huge red flag. Agreed. Like, because yeah, like because if he had just been like if he'd been able to be so jokey and kind of like messing around with me and like kind of like be so cynical and jokey and snarky and then take himself so fucking seriously like that all of a sudden, I would have been like. Oh, Uh-oh. you're you're way off. 
Not to mention, she never even really said they're going to sue you. She, like, skirted her way around it. She yeah. said whatever that line was about, like, well, what yep. happens when you breach oh, a contract? Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. He made and you know big what? of a he, deal out of the whole thing. And he did put them in a fucked up position. He he right. said something shitty online. He put them in a shitty position, and he knew it. And he got there, and he was doing wrong by all of his fans. So it was he he is now doing the right thing by his fans, and everybody's better off. And so, yeah, he was the jerk, not didn't her. You, didn't you feel like, too, she said, according to your contract, you have to attend all of the whatever she calls Which is that. in his contract, whether they were going to sue or not. But then as soon as they get to Mistletoe, he says, well, I've taken a look at the agenda, and I'm only going to three. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, so no more, no less. being that big a hard ass. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I don't even think that is in a contract. No. <laughs> and like, it- a contract you basically says like sometimes a contract will have uh you must behave in a way that's consistent yeah. with our morals the morals mm-hmm. clause the famous morals clause but um yeah but but like i think if you if it's mentioned in a contract at all usually it says that the author is going to take on any publicity themselves and the publisher does not owe for that but no suddenly i mean you know and i've never been jk rowling but, yeah but I don't know that that wouldn't be in there and he would have an agent he could ask. So it doesn't, Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I mean, the thing is, is that he was being a big fat baby. And the point is that is exactly what people are talking about on here. When writers don't get the choices that they want, that's when Hallmark is taking over because a lot of this was fine writing. That's Hallmark saying it's this point in the movie. You need them to have a misunderstanding. This yeah. is the point when they're, when Hallmark is saying, okay, you need them to say something now where they he gets mad at her and he feels betrayed. Because it happens all the time, every single time in one of these movies. Yeah. And it's not the writer's fault. It's not the actor's fault. It's mm-hmm. not the movie's fault even. It's just the formula. It's just yeah. what happens. So it's not even something worth criticizing because it's just what these movies are. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is fair. somebody's fault though because they don't need to follow that formula. It's tired. It, well, I agree and with I'm that. tired of it. Yeah, and I don't like it. Nobody likes it. So, like, I would like them to stop doing it. So that's Well, fair. especially over something so subtle. I mean, it made you feel like this man has issues. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It just made him unattractive. It was a huge right. red flag. And he had just said, I wouldn't have come 
if you hadn't said that. And then at, right after he says that thing and then, she, and then a commercial break and then it, I love commercial break cuts back to the movie stomp 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 and that's where, like it cuts back into the movie and someone's stomping and then she's like where are you going this is your house and he's just like i know i'm walking you out big old baby boy like what a fucking baby and then she says and he's just like you lied to me and she's like and if i hadn't he said well we'll never know yes we do because you just said you wouldn't have come right so it doesn't really matter and yeah. then it's just dumb and then he kind of makes up for it a little bit by saying uh, and he makes up for a little bit by saying I uh, that he's been very sensitive about being lied to mm-hmm. ever since his parents passed. Every, they, everybody says passed instead of died in this movie. <laughs> and it's so – it's such a kid gloves thing and it's just – I hate it. <laughs> just Everybody just says it over and over again because – and it's not even just like that I have a problem with that expression so much as the fact that every person, no matter their personal dialect, says it. So – and also, she has a dead dad. He, They have dead parents. Everybody's got dead people. And everyone says past instead of dead. Mm-hmm. And so he says that ever since his parents died, he has trouble with people lying to them, which is a total non sequitur. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we never find out, so it doesn't matter. Um, they don't really have much. These these two actors did not have chemistry. And I, I I'll, um, I'll just die on that hill. I didn't no, they think they don't. had chemistry. I thought that she, at first I was like, oh, I love her. I want to be her best friend. I don't know whether it was that I didn't like her character or just that I didn't like his and therefore I didn't like him. I think that was it. I there think was I liked no her. There was no transition in their relationship. Like, well, they're no. falling in love just just was based on on them sitting in a pretty, um, you know, fire pit having cinnamon s'mores. Mm-hmm. All and of a then, sudden. Yeah. And then, and then. And then, and then we get to the well, yeah, yeah. But then at the end, um, which is about where we are. When <laughs> see my problem, I had a problem. <laughs> he seemed deeply uncool to me, as did his books, or ba- basically because of his books. I thought it was so ridiculous. This whole Christmas fairy thing. Now, Paige and I briefly touched on this before we got on here, but I think I mean yeah. So he made up. I, I don't. I just don't think you can. Play fast and loose with the legends of Christmas. There is no I, I Christmas think that's fairy. A stupid thing to say. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote a new Christmas. He wrote a new Christmas tradition. And actually, yeah. they get into this because I actually found this to be one of the most poignant ideas that they that they talked about in this. And I want to give the writers credit in this because after their fight, they're walking around town because he wants to show her something. And I thought that this yes. was. <laughs> stupid <laughs> but See, this is where i got the much better idea but go on okay so th- well they had they were talking about something and he was saying well i just wish that this wasn't so much about my books and i wish it was more about christmas and i thought that that when what she says huh, is she's like me well, what your books are about <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly almost exactly what she says but then she says well just because their christmas experience doesn't look exactly like yours did doesn't mean it doesn't look like christmas your books are just part of their christmas now which right. I thought was a really interesting commentary mm-hmm. on changing times and accepting what what Christmas or what times look like for different people. Like, I thought it was interesting because I think a lot of people resist the newnesses of time. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, yeah. And I think that it, it's – I just thought that was a, a kind of an interesting way for her to – and she said it pretty effortlessly and, and in a cool way of just kind of just like, yeah, like to them, this is Christmas. And she said it and just – 
I don't know. And then I don't know. The movie didn't really overfocus on it, but I kind of was taking it. I took it away and thought more about it afterwards. But then he's getting mobbed at that thing. And so then they take a suburban 15 fucking feet. Well, to- wait a minute. And like <laughs> <laughs> he gets mobbed by people in his hometown, which apparently he knows all of them. So he's been fine before becomes, that. becomes like an unsafe situation all of a sudden. <laughs> She's like, no, this surprise. isn't a good idea. This isn't a good idea. Beatlemania at its fullest. <laughs> and then they get in suburban, and she's like, oh, "We have to be much more careful now." I'm oh thinking, my god! What? What does that mean? <laughs> oh my god! It's so stupid. And then, but then also, the next thing is when they go to. They go to a holiday bake-off, which is an event that seems to last four minutes because everybody sits down. He gets on a stage, stands at a table where there are baked goods already there, and then mm-hmm. he tries them and says which one he likes the best, and that's the end of the event. Actually, he says which one the little girl likes the best. Yeah, he gets somebody else to say which one that she likes the best, and she's six, and then she says, brownies, and then that's the, that's the end of the event. Yeah, it's really surprising that the cheesecake didn't make it into that winter circle. For a six-year-old, yeah. yeah well, but also, I, I couldn't follow his his childhood friends the whole time either. I found uh, myself getting really confused. Like I, at yeah. one point, I thought we were going to find out he was the father of Bree. Oh my god, like, I know. Was and then I didn't know if the other two friends, if they were together, if they were going to hook up. Right yeah. at one point at the ball or something, they were like walking like with their arms around each other. But then I think her husband was supposed to be deployed. Like, I just could not follow. <laughs> That's just I how close the three, the little three musketeers. The, the, the or three Christmas tears. Yeah. Oh, my three God. Christmas But Stupid. also, it seemed like he was his, that was his sister, but it wasn't because the, the Breeze exactly. called him Uncle Harry. Yes. Right. I mean, just. So then I wondered, I was like, oh, my God, did they do the classic Hallmark thing where they've got two actors that look exactly alike? And I, I'm i not just looking at the same woman overnight. It was very confusing. Yeah. And I didn't like, I mean, like, it's just so silly and it strains credulity to be talking about, like, our, we were the three Christmas tears. Like, I loved, <laughs> much Chris- I loved Christmas as a child, like many children who grow up celebrating Christmas do. I dare say even most children who celebrate Christmas love Christmas. But I didn't live Christmas year round. Granted, my town was not called Mistletoe, but I think even if it had been, I probably would have also liked swimming in summer and all of the other things that I did as a child. So if two friends and I were the three anythings that we probably would have been musketeers, not Christmas because we like Christmas. So that was silly. And that's why I thought, you know, so yeah, maybe you can make up new Christmas lore if it's done well and convincingly. I thought that the the Christmas fairy was ridiculous. I don't know why you think that's as stupid as it is. Because do. I just okay. thought he was better than that. I just thought this gruff, you know, <laughs> man that we want to feel like is cool. Like imagine Tyler Hines, who we fell in love with in Never Been Christ. Uh-huh. I think that was his name, Haynes Hines. Yeah. Uh, imagine him writing a Christmas fairy. I mean, come on. <laughs> Takes away all the sex appeal. Plus, well, I can agree at the with end, that it's not super. It's not a super turn on. I guess he calls himself no. the Christmas tear <laughs> and writes about the Christmas fairy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Bring it on, baby. Okay, that wait, that um makes me think of a third title. Okay. What about April's Fool? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good. <laughs> so oh, very, man. very, very, very good. Very French New Wave. <laughs> so at the end they had they almost had something. When okay. And then the mom like overnighting the tiara. Like that oh, was yeah. a normal thing to do. I missed that. Yeah. Her- <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying it's impossible for a mother to do something like that. No. Okay. All things that you might overnight me, a tiara would be at the top of the list, I would when think, I was, actually. <laughs> yeah, when I was out of the country and you were staying at my house and you were doing your 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 films. My, 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 me, my films? <laughs> your films. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually true. Uh, I was doing. I was doing. <laughs> I don't know how to recover from that. I was doing my. I was doing um a uh, Hallmark video, and I was looking for your tiaras, and you were trying to order me a tiara. I was, but then I remember because I well, you were out looking where I told you to look, and sure enough, you found it. I did. That's so true. so that is that that admitted. <laughs> It was still weird that her. It certainly wasn't a Christmas tiara. No, no. I mean, it gives me ideas right now. Obviously, I can't <laughs> believe we're not wearing them. Yeah, but no, that was that was just whatever. And then the mom shows up too. So, but when they have yeah. that scene where they're, you indicated earlier, they're sitting there, I guess, uh, on, in his castle on high, mm-hmm. and they look at the the people releasing the. Fire lanterns and things lanterns yeah i did not find those to be the most elegant lanterns i've ever seen they were the least ones i've ever seen yeah i actually have seen cooler ones but the thing is he goes what do they look like and they had such an opportunity here and she goes fairies okay they don't they uh, i mean they I, my answer like was trash bags on fire <laughs> Okay, but that wouldn't have that wouldn't have served the plot. But what I thought was that he had a perfect opportunity here. She could have said spirits, and he could be. That's where I came up with the Christmas spirit oh. idea, not the Christmas fairy that you are dressed as okay. right now. Okay, and that's a Christmas good idea. Spirit is an ancient idea. Christmas oh, spirit okay. was how I segued Paige you. From from believing in Santa Claus, I tried to really emphasize the, the that I think everybody feels the Christmas spirit this time of year, and mysterious things do happen. Sometimes presents do show up, and you don't know who they're from, and that is the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Great opportunity, completely blown by burning trash bags, <laughs> <laughs> which absolutely didn't look like fairies, but could arguably look like spirits, and and you know that even could have somehow tied into his late parents or something. I don't know, but missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, wait, I don't remember if it happened before or after the ball, but they're having the Christmas ball and she's dressed like the Christmas fairy. One thing that I liked was that she was dressed like the Christmas fairy and she dressed in complete earnest as the Christmas fairy to, to the, to the nines. Like she went all out and I really thought it was sweet that she really unselfconsciously went all out. She showed up and she was completely unembarrassed that she completely really did it because like it's really hard to dress up like a like a like a complete character <laughs> with like no embarrassment as an adult. I feel like that was like that was pretty 
cute that she did that. And she showed up and she was just like, yeah, like I just, I really love the Christmas fairy. And I thought that was a cute character moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he's dressed like, what the fuck was that guy? Honestly, he was kind of dressed like Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say final season De- Dexter, but you're hoping. Yeah, that's not wrong. There were a lot of also people that. in there, though, dressed. So that was obviously the main character was this. Which is troubling. But they were like, You'll, they'll never recognize you. And I was like, are you kidding <laughs> is that a joke is that a funny joke because what but um but then she i think it's after the ball but then they go back to his mansion and then she's decorated it his for museum christmas. you mean yes and then they've decorated it for she's decorated it for christmas with his best friend and it's like they've just she's put up a tree and done all this and then he's like what have you done speaking of beast <laughs> yeah she's like he's like what have you done no I said no trees. I said no trees. Go. I am trying Go. so hard not to cackle into this microphone. <laughs> Be gone. And then which would have been a like, great ending. Yeah, and then yeah, it's go. You're banished, and she's just like, "I'm sorry, I didn't know. I thought, but." And then she goes. And then she runs off into the snow so that she could be chased. <laughs> she could just like, as Belle would, just like picks up her her dress and her train and runs off into the snow. Yeah, and to then, her mom, which yeah, to her mom, who better? Yes, yeah. which is nice that her mom has shown up overnight. Um, and then he bought her ticket to go show up, which was nice of him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, her mom is doing the fucking thing that all these family members are doing, which is go well. I he seems like a nice guy because he bought my ticket to come here which is like no guys stop like like no one thing that i will say about the people on this podcast with me today is that when i have been dating assholes they have told me i was dating assholes. (laughs) yeah one thing that i remember taryn saying when i was dating an asshole was can i be honest and i said yes you can be honest and she went he's not the one and i can tell you Completely honestly, you were not fucking wrong about that. So, <laughs> and that's what you're supposed to say when they're not the guy. You yeah, don't right. say, I don't know, he bought me a plane ticket. Like, what the fuck? Get out of there. <laughs> right. So, it's just, no, it's a no. So, and then what I did like about this movie, too, because there, there was a lot in this movie, was that he had the three Christmas tears, the godforsaken Christmas tears. They told him he was being an asshole, mm-hmm. which this, these movies are lacking um, grounded friends who are saying, you are being crazy. It's not her. So I liked that that happened. I did, too. I appreciated that part. Yeah. So that happened. And then, unfortunately, they got together in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it abruptly ended, I thought. Very much so, because they just liked each other and everything was fine. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they had the the fairies moment that you that you noted earlier. They don't look mm-hmm. like fairies. They look like trash bags on fire. And Katy Perry came to mind, and everything about that made me want to die. So yeah, movie over. Um, yeah. So did you like it? Well, less less so after we've talked about it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The more the more I talked about it, the more I realized it was the fairy thing really bothered me. <laughs> I just didn't think I. They could have just been more more mysterious about what his books were you know like it could have been i implied that it was some sort of um 
adventurous, you know, trio of friends. Like, Paige, what, you, what were those English ones you used to read? The, the, um, the Enid Blyton ones? Were they the Enid ones or were they? Famous and Five. The, mm-hmm. the Famous Five. So let's just leave the, the, or even the Railway Children and stuff like that. Let's leave the, um, the, 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 the details out of it. The details are always what's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And that k- killed it for me. And it it would have been enough for me if instead of the fairy, for one thing, no fairy would have been enough for me. <laughs> but, oh, so so this is where you got the idea for the Christmas spirit, uh, you know, being a, 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 a more tangible thing or whatever. I don't know. They could have gone a little bit more magical with that. Mm-hmm. For me, somehow, it, despite calling it a fairy and having her dressed yeah, straight up like a fairy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, 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 that wasn't magical to me. That was just silly. I thought. I thought. I thought she looked silly. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's mean because what I think was nice was that she wasn't embarrassed. So yeah. it was assholes like you that she wasn't embarrassed in front of. So yeah. But, <laughs> but see, the thing is, that's but to see, I don't mean that the way you're taking it because if she had been dressed like. A ghost. Okay. All, all, a of ghost. My, all of my examples now would have embarrassed me. So, I, I, but even if she, I don't know. It just, it didn't, it just hit the wrong chord for me. I mean, I think that's just really somewhere along the way, it, it hit the wrong chord. I thought that he was being the actor who, who's one of the few, as you point out, Paige, that we know the name of. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Campbell because we have liked him so much before but what we've liked is he's got this nice guy face and he can be really sardonic and mm-hmm. he's really clearly very smart and I just thought this character was just very very unfleshed out so he mm-hmm. didn't have much to work with I didn't connect to him yeah. I liked her before she met him and then I just was bored by them together so I mean I would say all in all it it I didn't I I didn't love it. I don't. I don't have. I don't have a fix for it. Mm-hmm. And it was okay, you know, uh, because they used him. I guess they. This was a. They had a bigger budget, so it was pretty. Yeah. But um. But all in all, I, I would just say this was for me. This was a flop. This is not one I would watch again. What about you, Taryn? I thought it was missing some of the like Hallmark Christmas sweetness. Like mm-hmm. I kept waiting for the like really feel good moments. I don't feel like they ever came. I think maybe just even the title, Magic and Mistletoe. I was waiting mm-hmm. for some magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like some of the Kismet cookies or something. <laughs> like there needed <laughs> to be, this town needed to pr- produce some magic and it just didn't for me. <laughs> Yeah, well, you so, you grew up watching Hallmark movies with your mom, right? That's right. <clears throat> yeah, because I remember she was um she 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 when I started watching them, she already had some recommendations for me. This is more than a decade ago, so um yeah, so I think that we're all coming to to this from a place where we really truly love them, mm-hmm. love this time of year, and uh, and and wanted to love this. I would have. It would have been so happy to be Santa summiting on this one right now. But mm-hmm. so I, I don't think it's like more interesting or cool to be dissing it. I just yeah. was disappointed, you know. Did you have any fixes for it? Apart from doing the whole spirit thing. Um, but but I think that even that, I mean, that would have been better just itself. Mm-hmm. But, um, but uh, you know, I haven't given it that much thought because I'm I'm – I'm not, we can't, it's too late to fix it, but I just think there might be a way to 
deconstruct from that point and make it more about the Christmas spirit, how he has lost the Christmas spirit, and what is the Christmas spirit really about? Mm-hmm. And and that was not at all what they did. And, and I don't know how they didn't because, sure, leave the fairy in, but they didn't really ever get to the meat of how did this guy who loved this time of year get so cynical? What happened? Yeah. And we don't know. And we just don't know. And it, as it turns out, it's really not about his parents. So the one thing yeah. that seemed implied, there was no reason his parents needed to be dead because <laughs> – yeah. What about you, Taryn? I just, I, it goes back to the chemistry and the sweetness that I think could have been there. Like, uh, the proposal with Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So like they start out with a colleague type rela- or a professional relationship. Mm-hmm. The dynamics obviously different, but then they like over the course of the movie start to have chemistry and like each other funny and sweet and then they end up together, and I just right. think mm-hmm. done really well. This I just I don't I don't understand how their relationship unfolded, and there yeah. just wasn't a whole lot of um, I don't know. It just was missing the sweetness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That being said, I didn't hate watching it. Like no. it was yeah. a hallmark with my jammies on and my feet <laughs> up, and yeah. it was Christmas time. So yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. What about you, Paige? Could, would you fix? What would you do to fix it or change it? Uh, I think I really liked the actress. I don't think I've seen her in something before. Mm-hmm. I really like Paul Campbell. So I feel like he would have been, uh, you know, I, I, he's great. So I think that some great fixes for him, he would have taken to anything. Um, yeah, I don't think that there was a ton of chemistry between them. but So I don't know what's up with that. But like maybe just some other fixes would have fixed that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that something that was important was that we didn't know what the fuck magic and mistletoe was about. I don't think we didn't, we didn't know what the hell his book was about. Right. We didn't know the story. That's so true. And if I was writing this, I know I often say this, like some of the things that I found consistently are my issues with these movies is that either the budget is the problem or there's not a comedy punch up. Like Mm -hmm. if it's going to be something, it needs to be expensive or it needs to be funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Or there needs to be really good chemistry between the, the leads mm-hmm. and it needs to be a really good romance mm-hmm. um and this didn't really have any of that and so i think that um if it, if it were me and if you were going to be if there's going to be a meta plot so there's going to be something that we're going to be learning about what his story is about that what the book is that he wrote mm-hmm. i would be i would make it so that we understand we would i wouldn't be saying okay here's what his book is about you know i wouldn't be telling us right away i would be showing us throughout the movie what his story is and i would make it very surreal and very funny like (laughs) more and more like oh that's the elephant on ice skates from book two you know Mm -hmm. like i would be making it more and more surreal like oh those are the 14 jazzercise you know people that go by in the background you know i would want it to be leaping yeah exactly (laughs) i would make it i would make it just like like extremely surreal things that are going by kind of like the Turn out he's not he's not imaginative at all. Well, not even that. Not even not imaginative. Just like extremely funny, sort of like the the showgirls energy of just like there are constantly people in hilarious costumes shuffling by, going through, and that are like doing things, you know, and make it a busy set in that way. And that would add the missing magic, yeah, of magic and mistletoe. Yeah, (laughs) I think that that would be it. Would add a lot of color and interest, and it would be funny and. I think that that would that would make it more interesting to me. 
And then we would know more about the story by the end. Um, another thing that I think would do some of the heavy work would be Hallmark oversaturates their season with dead parents so much that oh. when an important dead parent plot comes along, we don't give a shit because it's been so diluted. It's become white noise to us. Yeah. Exactly. And there was one other plot that I said that about, and I can't remember which one it was. Maybe you'll remember, but I don't remember. But where I said this would actually be really important that this parent that this character's parent is dead, but I don't care because everyone else's parents are dead too. Yeah. And in this case, like if his parents had passed away, if he just had been a character with all these other par- characters who don't have dead parents, and if her dad wasn't dead, what the fuck is her dad doing dead? We don't need this character to ha- we don't need them to connect over that. No. What, what we could uh, well, have they didn't. What so. we could have is her not understanding him because her parents are together and she has a happy Christmas life that she wants to get home to right. and have her not understand him because she's got this life that's perfectly together that she's like able to go back to at the end of all this. That would be yeah, perfect. It could have been interesting if she needed the fix, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She so, needed to become more, you know, like together they would learn what's deeper and more important. The only yeah. mention of her dad was really when she said, oh, my dad loved the books. And then a little mm-hmm. bit later, she says, it wasn't my dad. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was weird. Yeah, Admission. exactly. Yeah. Why then? And so it doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, we don't need that. We it, like he. She didn't need to have dead parents at all. And it would have actually been really nice then if instead of her mom showing up, her parents show up. He can yep. meet them. You can give some sort of thing. If they're going to have a relationship, maybe we can say, okay, maybe post this movie. He's going to get some sense of family back. That yes. would be nice. Mm. Yeah. Instead, no, her mom will die one day and he'll just lose more parents. I mean, <laughs> there's just no, it doesn't matter. All we've got is that. So it's just like. It doesn't mean anything, and, and there there's so much dead parent going on in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe that it just doesn't matter that his parents are dead. Instead, if you if you didn't have all that going on, what you could have is for this character, you could have that his mom died two years ago, mm-hmm. and then through terrible luck, his mom died, or his, his next parent, I don't remember which one I said first, <laughs> the, the other parent died a year later, and he could, yeah. just, he could just be fucking depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would make perfect sense so that, yeah, this is the first Christmas without them. And yeah, he's. And that's why he upset. had an angry tweet. Which yeah. everybody would yes. be really. And everybody, the reason no one's mad at him is because they're all like handling him with kid, kid gloves for a reason where they're like very forgiving. And everyone's kind of like, yeah, like we got to kind of walk on eggshells. And then he can be mad everyone's walking on eggshells. But they're like, well, that makes yep. us walk on eggshells more. That would make a really interesting thing because when you're walking on eggshells around somebody because you actually have to then it only makes them angrier. Yeah. And so it would just make a lot of sense in that case. And then he would have a real lesson to learn. Yeah. And, you know, him learning to let people back in is just, I mean, it's a common lesson for a reason in, in real movies. Yeah. And, you know, him trying to like, it, it would be, it's okay that it's kind of him learning it in a messy way this Christmas and mm-hmm. him not doing it perfectly and whatever. And then mm-hmm. like her also learning like, well, I have, I should be grateful for what I have because yeah, like this guy does not have that and I need to be sensitive to it and mm-hmm. I need to, to not put up all his Christmas decorations. Of course that's triggering. Right. So yeah, I mean, I think that then it makes it a little less obnoxious instead of like, yeah, they died like five and eight years ago. <laughs> like, I think it was more than that. It was like five and nine years ago or five and 13 years ago. It was like yeah. really strange. <laughs> And it's completely disconnected from the plot in that case. So it doesn't make any sense. And then other than that, yeah, I just think that it's a matter of like 
this, the plot just needed some or the script just needed some like going over that wasn't like silly. Like if they want to give them a misunderstanding, that whole misunderstanding with you lied to me. Like it just doesn't need to be like that. It just doesn't need to be like that. Like Agreed. he can just be, you know, he can be impatient about something else. And if you're giving him like this hair trigger and you're relating it to something that is much more understandable, all she needs to do is step on one of the eggshells and crack it. And then she, and then she can be like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know. And then he can be like, you know, he can apologize for something real that actually happened instead of something fucking imaginary because he can, he can pop his clutch at her because he's actually upset about something real. And she cannot know his parents just died and be like, Oh my God, of course that was fucking rude of me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Right. Something, you know, agreed. Agreed. I mean, like so many things that could have, could have made this better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of making things better. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our Instagrams. <laughs> you can follow us at Nameless Best Friends. Yeah. And that's where you can find all of our information. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, this was, I think that this was a fine watch, and I'm really glad that Taryn watched it with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I me think too. Watch- when I think of watching Hallmark movies, I think of Taryn and I think of your mom. Yeah. Aww. Because that was, I feel like that was just how I started watching Hallmark movies was watching with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We all have our matching mugs. We yeah. do. We have matching Hallmark Christmas mugs that all have our names on them. From uh, from the year that Shoe Addicts Christmas came out. That's and right. You and your mother and your sister Aubrey came. Yeah. That so was fun. the best. Yeah. That was the best. Thank you for yeah. including me. Yeah. Well, are you still are you still coming in January? I hope so. Okay. I, we haven't booked it yet. yet. So I was asking if you're going to come because then when you're here, we can do another movie and we can have you live from that Palm Springs, be, Nameless Best Friends. What that a great so idea. <laughs> okay, well, happy holidays. Cheers. Happy Hallmark. Say hi to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. I bye. love you both. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.